0: Yeah, now, stand and cheer for your Talking Basketball Podcast. Welcome back to this episode. This is the second part of a doubleheader. If you haven't heard the first, go back. Go back and listen to it. If you can't be bothered, that's all right. Just keep listening to this one and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Don't forget like and subscribe. I hate it when people say that. the I'll be able to hear now. But it's interesting hearing it from. Well, you know, we've 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 had it from a player perspective. We've had it from the chairman perspective. Now, like the financial yes, impact um, of the uh, of the. Um, of, you know not coming in Is that it looks like we're getting we're getting uh, the coach Dan's potion. big Dan coming exciting. in exciting this will be Dan's uh, second appearance on the podcast
1: two time two time microphone attendee
0: yeah and, and I'm gonna try and get this guy over here here we got Dan do you want to, do you want his headphones
1: yeah, yeah you can use them up
0: Dan how you doing mate how you doing we're just, we're, just, we're just setting them up. Dan, happy new year. How are you?
2: You right? I'm good, thank you, sir. Happy New Year to you as well. Very good.
0: You, Very good. Dan, we've we've heard about today from a player's perspective and how disappointing it can be to not have a game. We've heard it from a chairman about the financial side of impact of a team not turning up. What's it like from a coach?
2: As a coach it is annoying um, just because we went through the process of okay can we slowly start to build the guys back up because a lot of people as usual over the Christmas new year period they don't touch a basketball as much as they would have liked to so we try to ramp things up on Thursday and yesterday in preparation for today and there's a whole build up and then to not have the game it's kind of like a okay there's the plus sides so of we get an extra week of uh, reps practice to get a lot sharper moving forward and whatnot. You still got the win, but I would have liked to have still played it game. Yeah. And
0: like we were just saying, our understanding is like you're going to get what, 20-0? Yeah. And that could have an impact. Like we missed out on playoffs by 11 points. Like if we missed out on playoffs by one point, we're going to be looking back at this game going. Hang on that, that's this is impacting us here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like to try and play it not maybe not optimistically, but look at both sides that we could also see that this could have been a tough game. Um, yeah, I'll be for. It could have been a tough game, so it might have been closer than that. But it's. A... What was your
1: expectation for the game?
2: So to be honest, we'd been playing really well pre-Christmas and I was actually really looking forward to another really good finish from us.
1: Do you think you'd have got a, not just a win, but a more than 20 point win?
2: That I can't say. Yeah, because Kent, who was supposed to play, they've had some up and down scores this season. That is, they beat one team that we thought was pretty good. And then they lost to another team that we didn't think was very good. So they've been very up and down this season. So, it could have gone either way. However, I was pretty sure that we were going to put on a pretty good con- performance because the guys were feeling good. I was feeling good after I practiced yesterday. So, yeah. but as you'd have it,
1: it's definitely disappointing for you, you, you guys, and everyone. Where you, like you say, you're hyped up, ready for it, and then it just gets pulled at the last minute. 100%.
2: That's a, full of that
1: practice. is tough indeed. So for the next game, do you? is it is it what do you do now is it like reset and focus on the next game or is it something specifically different you do
2: we just go again really like we've got practice again on monday and the plan is just to continue what we're doing right now we're in the phase of because we haven't played kenya yeah it wasn't really like a preparation for them kind of session yeah it was just sharpening up on What we've previously been doing getting everyone back up to speed getting everyone comfortable again. okay so just be continuing to do that before we play again next weekend
1: yeah because i know it's one of those things where you think you guys are looking at the whole roster of everything coming up and we just had mr chairman on just saying obviously you've lost this game and one of the other games at the end of the season's actually pulled out You've only got two home games left now.
0: No, three. Three home games. Always oh, three. Yeah, yeah. No, it what, no, what was said saying? There are 11 teams in the league at the start, which sounded great. We got 10 home games, plus we had the Kerstel's games. Great. So, like, sorry, 10 league games. Um, Bogner pull out. Uh, was it Brighton Cougars or something like that? They pull out. Okay, well, we've got eight games now. Kent. I think we'll pull out the league, maybe. Let's see. But um, they pulled out of this game. Well, that's seven league games you've got now. Um, it's a li- I think it's a little disappointing from a, from a national league.
2: Um, I, I'd be shocked if B aren't disappointed with that. It is a letdown, and I was talking to Mr Chairman earlier on, and it is unfortunately one of the things of we have to be realistic and look at the... Level organizationally that we're working with. Like, you would like to believe that you wouldn't get these kind of situations happen at Division 1 or at Division 2, but because currently this Division 3 is still entry level, although our setup is nowhere near entry level, we just kind of have to keep ticking over until we can finally make that push into Division 2 and then we. Don't have, or we drastically minimise these kind of situations happening.
1: How much, you know, the team has improved from the beginning of the season, just coming into the Christmas break. Yes. A lot of that learning, I guess, is, has been in the game, on court, while they've been battling and pushing through those battles. So not actually having game time is quite a big learning hit, isn't it? 100%.
2: I think the last game we played, yes, Canterbury Crusaders away. That was a game where, okay, so we're walking into a team who basically, they haven't lost a game. They've got what, one of the best under 19 kids in the country. He's like a 6'10 big. So the guys were really like, okay, so this is going to be a big one for us. It's basically a make or break. we really have to get after it. And that was the best basketball I've seen us play the whole season. Yeah. After the game, captain Oli Blakey, I had on earlier, he said he thinks that's the best basketball we've played in the last 18 months. So I was like, we were really rolling, everyone was starting to click and really understand the roles a little bit more. And that was because we were in the fire and it's either we could like roll over and get burned or we could come out victorious, that sounds so like um, We could come out on top and that's what we ended up doing. So that like the more opportunities we have like that, we're just gonna be a lot better when players come
1: in. And you said when you were on the podcast with us before about new players coming through all the time, and Paul spotted one earlier, number 15. Lucas, we don't know his surname, though. This is where I should be able to no know No one knows his
2: surname! <laughs> I'm sure our amazing team manager he looks Rollins handy. Oh, yeah. He yeah. looks
1: handy.
0: Yeah, yeah very much. Isn't he <laughs> well, he <laughs> looks confident as well. And he looks like there's a uh,
2: dynamic between,
0: and chemistry between him and the other players already.
2: Yes. The good thing with Lucas as well is that he's quite young. So we're hoping that things can go well for the second half of the season and he might be around for a little while. Um, he played university basketball with some of the guys as well. So that's a plus. And we're slowly just trying to bed him in because we feel like he can add in a different dimension um, to what we do as well. So it could be fun. And
0: yeah, you know, look, just looking out here, I, I, I keep switching off a little bit because it, it is just very cool to look and i love this about basketball clubs i'm looking out it's getting a bit quieter now but the word community is just what is is what stands out for me um that's great to see yeah
2: i absolutely love it the fact that we had a game cancelled last minute less than 24 hours before it and we've still had like a really big decent turnout of people coming to watch a kind of session, interact with the players, interact with other members of the community. We've got some of our junior players here, it's really nice for everyone to feel like okay yes we are a basketball club but we're also a community. We've got some of the oldest senior guys talking to some of our juniors about possible career progression and what they could do, like different workouts, how to take care of their bodies and whatnot. It's really nice that we're actually developing a proper basketball community here in Brisbane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you can see that just by just by looking around. Wow, Simon ollini is calling a travel on a 10-year-old. <laughs> He's not having any of that.
1: I never knew he did his riffing course. <laughs> That's
0: He's good. Like, no basket, bit travel. absolutely
1: ruthless. Yeah, travel, <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I'll teach well, them while they're young.
0: Well, so who, who's up next? I don't have any fixtures in front of me. Who's up next? So, I think. No, Ooh. no, no. I'm talking away, Mark. So, we got. I know we got Brighton at home at the end of the month. Um, and then, then, and then. and then, Crawley look, Storm. Crawley in February, and then you got the Canterbury game back in March. But. For Canterbury.
2: Who? So, we are going away to Worthing on Saturday.
0: Oh. Oh, that's tempting. That is. That's just down
1: the road, Mark. Yeah. I
0: wonder if they've got a media Adjoin. desk.
1: They got a media
0: desk, Mark. Just jump on that.
1: As, hang on, are you classing this as a media desk? Yes. Oh, this okay. is the media area. You need a pass again. You've just, just been fast and loose with that description, <laughs> but that's for sure.
2: <laughs> it's better than a lot of people got.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So that should be a good game. So really, I mean, all eyes are on Crawley. I mean, look, we're being realistic now. We have got two losses. We're be, kind of being realistic with this, but all eyes are on Crawley, all eyes are on uh, Canterbury, really, aren't they? Yep. And Crawley yep. are fairly dominant. I mean, yeah. they haven't lost, um, and they got, what was it, three or four pretty, pretty strong players. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're probably going get to get the get at the top of the standings,
2: right? We're expecting Crawley to get top spot. That's what you'd expect. However, I would also not be surprised if we were able to come in and shake things up a lot. Wow. Like definitely shake. I know that's uh-huh. not a big statement and I don't like to throw things out there without any substance behind it. But genuinely, the way how we've been playing the last couple of games, I don't see why we can't have a very successful second half of the season.
0: Wow! look, coming from the coach, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear,
1: Mark. Going into
0: 2024.
1: That's right. Absolutely. You want to a nice, positive message. Everyone start off strong. It's just a shame we couldn't have a home game here. But
0: well, I think everyone's the quite. Everyone's quite gutted. That I think I, I know a lot of people who are coming to the game and they were just like, oh, I'm so pumped for that. It looks like the player. Sorry, the players look like quite up for it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, the good news was it was. Um, sorry good news maybe bad news but it was um, probably gonna be our biggest attendance so far based on, based on sick ticket sales from what um, Mr. Chairman Rob Milner was saying. That really
2: hurts because I think word of mouth like is a really big thing on getting people to games and all people need is to come to one game like forget the actual basketball game itself but the atmosphere, what you guys are doing here with the music, with the lights, with the player introduction the fan engagement, the whole lot, everyone wants to come back. Like, yeah. Everybody wants to come back. There was a game at the beginning of the season. I saw a couple just sat up top here, just outside the sports hall. And they were like, oh, so what's going on in there? I said, oh, so there's a basketball game and whatnot. And I was like, did you guys come in to watch it to come to sport? And they were like, no, not really. They heard some music downstairs. They came upstairs. And then they were like, actually, do you know what? I'm going to try and follow this team because it looks exciting. Yeah. People just have to come to one game and they'll put it in their diaries for the losses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we got those cards to try to let people know when all the fixtures are and stuff like that, Mm. who do just turn up. Um, I also would go as far as to say, I think with the entertainment side, personally, I definitely feel I could make it better. Um, But you know the biggest challenge with it is that there is um there are no real guidelines from be mm. like there is not a lot of it will be um like the referee will be like well i'm gonna start the game now i'm throwing the ball so i need complete silence but well, there's no rule to say you can have pre- complete silence um and it was really interesting i was um uh at a game in adelaide literally last week and i had my kids with me And the music was blaring, tip-off went up, and the music still going for like the first play. And one of my boys turned around to me and said, Dad, has the game started? And I was like, yeah, it has started. This is what a normal basketball game's like. And he was like, this is amazing. And he loved it because you had that someone, and I was going to trial it tonight and see how it went down with the referees. But every time a three went in, I was actually going and actually do what other teams are doing, not in the UK, and see what the reaction was. So, um, yeah, I definitely think if the leash was taken off, it would explode even more. Personally, that's my feeling. But um, it's just working with BE. But that's the great thing about it. We're at that forefront. We're at that forefront. And, and I'm saying, can we do this? You might get hit with a ball. Look, there's no other podcast, basketball podcast, Mark, where you're getting hit. Balls flying with, with, everywhere. <laughs> where you're getting hit with basketballs. But, yeah, no, that I mean, that's the thing. We're on that. Um, you got another one coming. Uh, on that forefront of the entertainment side of things where it's like, it'd be great if that tip comes and we're not turning it down because you said something once to me uh, it might have been I don't think it was I think it was just off off record and stuff yeah. like that but you said you talked about purest basketball and like when you take everything away it's purest basketball yeah. and um, w- when you've got another ball coming at you hey Victor's making sure that's not him. Coach, he's going to be on the bench. Yo, Victor, make sure you make the next one. Yeah? <laughs> um, hey, Victor, Babalola. Oh, you even heard his response. Um, just personally, it'd be great. When when that music gets turned down for the jump ball, I always think of that word you say. We're going, now going into purist basketball. And personally, the stuff side of me was like, shouldn't be turning down,
2: but we'll see where it goes. I think it It really is a thing of playing it by ear, really getting through it this season and just getting feedback from players, from people that come to the game, from the referees and then just continue to evolve and adapt from that. Because I'm sure yourself and Mark will have loads of ideas moving forward. So just basically trying to find new things as we move on. I think the experience can only get better.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I think if there was some firm guidelines by BE, that would be definitely really helpful. But um, so, Dan, look, Happy New Year. 2024, I would say almost got off to a bad start, but it looked like looks like the turnouts just changed everything around. And you know what, 2024, has got off to uh, a very community start.
2: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Happy New Year to both of you guys as well. And although there wasn't a game, I'm happy with the amount of community engagement and interaction we've had.
0: Yeah, brilliant.
2: Alright Dan, well what we want to do is get you back on the show at the end
0: of the yeah, season. Damn right. And just Absolutely, get in just get your thoughts on everything and how it went. And
2: sounds like a fun to me. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Brilliant. Alright thanks Dan. If I take that. Now Mark, I have I have noticed I have noticed someone you keep getting emails from um, yep. from the show. Should we let him come and say hello? Can do. Wow. This is, this is great, isn't it? This is great. I'm seeing see if I can get a hold of him. At the moment, I've got assistant.
1: And how are you planning on doing that magically?
0: Well, I was going to wave, but I've got assistant coach Konstantinos Paponis in the way at the moment. Um, but uh, I'm waving. I'm waving
1: waving yeah it's, it's an interesting look these balls just sat here waving it's kind of like if you go somewhere and uh like your nan's in the crowd and they're waving at you and you're like please don't do that can you stop doing it but whoever ball is trying to get over. I think I've got an idea.
0: Trying to get Elliot. He's
1: desperate to get him over.
0: Where is he? He's what, the, one Disgrace. of the first people. I'm trying to get Elliot. I'm trying to get Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. He is he, listening to Andy Rowland every single podcast. Right Andy, do you want to say hello to everyone? Oh, no. Say hello.
1: Say hello to everyone, Andy. Hello, everyone. Of course, everyone's is listening to everyone's your show. Everyone's listening. Everyone's <laughs> listening to your show, Andy. My show? Of course. It was the Andy Rowland show. We were just there. The Andy Rowland
3: show. You were just there, were you? We were
1: just there, absolutely. What? When's this going out? Evening? I don't know. When's it going out, Mark? I don't know. Whenever we stop recording. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Talking Basketball Podcast with Andy Rowlands.
0: Co-hosted
1: by Paul and Mark.
0: (laughs) Wow. There you go. There's there's a (laughs) soundbite. He gets one of them. That was good. Oh,
1: I forgot we had all those noises. Yeah, it's easy to forget, isn't it? Wow. Look, it you is. can hear
0: the camaraderie. There's some good scrimmage going on in the background. What's
1: really nice for those, obviously, you're not here, you can't see. But the players are still here, playing with all the kids and everyone who's turned up who, you know, obviously that hoping for a game that wasn't meant to be. But Look, he got the, up the straight players are still away. On here. That's what you want to see. You want to see some community spirit and team spirit, which is nice for everyone.
0: Andy went, Paul's waving at you, he got straight up. So Elliot has been listening to all the shows and he's probably, he's been communicating quite regularly, definitely with me and tagging me and all all the stuff, has he been doing that with you as well? Of course,
1: of course, and uh, we can hear from a fan's perspective now. Elliot actually uh, mocked us last time for using NBA Jam themes. Did he? Yeah, we used to the sign off for NBA Jam. And not that right, Elliot? You're calling us out for using Elliot.
0: NBA Jam oh, prompts.
3: Some, some great quotes there, great quotes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Elliot, welcome to the Talking Basketball podcast. Thank you for having me. We have, we have heard from a player's perspective. We've heard from the chairman's perspective, the coach's perspective. Now let's hear from a fan's perspective. Kent Panthers haven't turned up today. How are you feeling?
3: It's a letdown in one way, but I think what we've managed to put on this evening is a great consolation for the fact that we haven't got a um, national league game. But the kids, um, the players from the team, everyone getting together and showing us, showing what our community, what our club's about.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's the that's the key word um, that. Kind of keeps coming up is community, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's, I'm saying dying down a bit now, but we still got like 50 people here, haven't we? And uh, I mean, I'm not sure how much of the noise you can hear, but um, it's uh, there's lots going on. Oh, your boys through?
3: <laughs> oh, this. <miss>. That's a <laughs> letdown. That <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll slide over that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I think it's, a, it's been a great turnout. Um, it's amazing to see how many people who would have been here for the game have still come along to see what's going on with the kids, what's going on with the uh, the open training session that's been put on. It's, yeah, r- really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, no, I agree. It's just a little shame we didn't have, I, and I don't know this for sure, but it was really close, I think. No, well, I don't know say close. I mean, Rob was, chairman was uh, fairly confident that we were going to Break a attendance record tonight. Oh, really? Well. Was it? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I had heard that the ticket sales were going well during the week. Um, when I was speaking to uh, to Chris West, um, he, he said that the ticket sales were looking good midweek. So, yeah, it would have been it would have been nice up a big turnout. But I'm sure our next game, which is the 27th, isn't it? 27th January. Yeah. I'm sure that the uh, the tickets that are being rolled over for that game, um, if yeah. anything, will sell even more and it will be, yeah, get ourselves that record attendance, get a really good atmosphere.
0: Well, I mean, just for anyone listening, what the club actually did for this game was after Christmas,
3: <laughs> you know, I'm
0: sure we all know, I definitely know what it's like, <laughs> First you, you, you have, yeah, you have Christmas and <laughs> You're just looking at your bank statement for the next four or five weeks, just going, oh, please, when's payday? (laughs) Please. It's always a long month. You need a time machine, don't you, for for those four or five weeks? But um, so what the club did is we had this game and they said, you can pay whatever you want to come in. If it's 1p, 10p, £1, you want to play £100, brilliant. But they're letting the... uh, you know, the, the the fans come in and decide what they want to pay on a donation and, um, basis, yeah, than
3: a, yeah, rather than set fee. I think um, it would. I'd be surprised if people were paying any less than the normal ticket price. Yeah. I, I know myself. I paid more than I would normally pay because I, I I think that the the games that we're putting on, the entertainment you get for a Saturday night, it's, it's being undervalued for what we're uh, <laughs> for what we're paying for it. So yeah, definitely. Definitely, I think, if anything, we may well have made more money for this game yeah. um, than they normally would have done for, for a standard Saturday night.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. So it'll be interesting to hear Rob's perspective, I guess, about the financials towards the end of the season and see, it, you know, have we rolled to the punch okay? But, um, yeah, so, Elliot, look, I get messages from you all the time. <laughs> ta- you, you are the most... The word Mark, the most con- most consistent contributor <laughs> to the Talk and Basketball podcast, Consistent and persistent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just just an annoyance, <laughs> just that flea in your ear.
0: <laughs> I think we should talk about this more, but I have got one subject. Whilst we're on on uh, on, I guess frustrations. Uh, let me just get the score up for this. This is the uh, the recent women's game in America.
3: Oh, is this the uh, the university's game?
0: Yeah, the yes. university game. So this is Grambling State Tigers. We have 159 taking on the
3: College of Biblical Studies 18. I saw clips of this on online. It's and embarrassing, I'm, isn't it? Oh, it's embarrassing, but I don't understand because as, as I understand, Grambling are a Div 1 team, a, a, like an NCAA team um and the college of biblical studies are a a, div two but it's not even in the standard div two it's in the uh, a a different a completely different league i don't understand the the benefit for either team to have been playing the game the way that they did it's yeah it's a real real strange one
0: well i don't know if this is true but my understanding was grambling state tigers they didn't play their first team, but it was some of their second and third team players. Oh, okay. So sense. they were going for it and and really trying to break through into that first team. I don't know if that's BS or not, but I mean, they may have won, but they've lost in many ways as well. Oh, they? Yeah,
3: it is
1: great. Yeah. I mean, you were saying Paul was saying yesterday when he was looking at it. it who's, whose fault is it for letting it get to that far? I mean, there's not sportsmanship, clearly but the coaches should be like, come on, like ease up the gas a or little just bit. Or just play it in a different 18 way. Points, yeah. it's, 18 points, Elliot. 18. Mean, well, it's f- I mean, they played say they until the fourth. I know, but I mean, still 18 points. Like, they've got to be a bit
3: junk for that. Oh, it's. I, I hate to say it, I've seen similar things in some of the junior National League games not quite to this extent but where teams are playing their best setup or their best lineup sorry for all four quarters um playing half court press full court press for three or three or four of the quarters and just uh, I, I don't know it's i guess in our league having the points uh points scored um as part of the the standings has that effect that the team are thinking right we could beat this team by 50 points but if we beat them by 100 and we finish second in the league it's gonna push us that you know all, yeah, yeah. You well we saw what happened with
1: it. the in-season tournament yes yeah, yeah, yeah exact yeah. same thing wasn't yeah, it as yeah, soon yeah. Yeah. as it was like you've got to play all the teams were just going out for that point trying difference. to get that yeah trying to
3: get yeah, that point absolutely there as it did make
0: it exciting however I would say when it comes to youth level or maybe oh, when maybe yeah. that level I just think if you beat a team by 150 maybe they should maybe they should just win 30 but yeah. they yeah, should yeah, give a 30 nil
3: or have like some sort of uh, cut off where when you get a an advantage of say 50 points it stays at that 50 points regardless of what the final score is yeah
0: I, I mean the, the other thing is I, I did think that they could do is take away the point the uh, you know the point difference make having any effect, and then just say right if two teams are tied, it goes on the, the results of those two teams. Almost like a countback tie. And like yeah, and if other. it's still tied, yeah. I mean that's going to be unrealistic. Then maybe, then maybe go to points um, points against or so. Oh no, You're then you're, you're yeah, then going you into also that, do that the thing that's against, against still the team that you, you
1: are going head to head against yeah, as well yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. Oh, no. that's, that's the best one isn't it that's the, that's that's how what i say performed against the person that you're tied up
0: with yeah but if it's still tied you then go to the next team down the league so yes, let's yeah, say yeah, it's yeah, first yeah, and yeah. second okay and then what what your results were against third yeah, yeah, rather than sense. we killed bottom of the league by 200 <laughs> yeah, yeah. points it's like and i i might upset people when i say this but it well, <laughs> I'm only going to uh, say, I think our friends on the other side of the Atlantic. But it feels like sometimes an American attitude, where it's like, look, we just we don't want to beat you. We want to beat you, then humiliate you, and then laugh at you whilst you're on the ground, yeah, yeah. and then celebrate about it. You, it's like you,
1: you said the same thing about Soling kestrels. Just like to point that out. But
0: yeah, well, no, I mean, I I remember going to. Um, Doing it, I bet that was an under twelve. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. under twelve yeah, tournament. Yeah. You were there. Elliot, um, you? Well,
3: I, I heard the um, one of the kids. This was, in fact, I think it was a league game this year. I won't name the team. Um, I don't think I need to. Um, but yeah, there was a, a kid prior to the game saying, "We're not only going to beat you, we're going to humiliate you." And it's that's that shouldn't be the attitude of a of, of an under fourteen. I think it was under 14s, uh, an under 14 kid. That shouldn't be the way that they're thinking about a game. It should be going out there to, yes, you want to win the game, but you want to enjoy the game and you want your opponents to enjoy the game, not just go out there to put somebody off playing basketball. It's, It's about getting kids involved and allowing them to develop and become players in the future. If you end up demoralizing somebody that young, are they going to continue playing? Yeah. How are you going to put them off?
0: I yeah. think the coach has got to take some kind of responsibility as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like,
3: if you were the coach,
0: it would be like, guys, let's not play full court press. Just ease up.
3: Yeah, yeah, Just
0: yeah. ease up. Like, do they go, yeah, we we scored by 140 points. Do so they go home and say how
3: amazing they are? It's like... They, I'd, I'd, I really don't yeah. think so. It's, it's, a lot of these things are, Yeah, you know, they won that, that game by however many hundred, but it's only going to matter when it comes to the end of the end of the season isn't it when it comes to that points differential that that individual game they didn't need to win by that yeah. so try something out if there's something that you've been doing in training that's not been working or has been working particularly well that's different try it out in the game something that you wouldn't necessarily do i think yeah. the only way it will work is if the league
0: isn't decided on points and stuff now you can probably hear the silence um that has just it's just happened um Everyone's come in to the center of the court and uh, given a couple of things away. Wow. Wow, Player gave away, a New York Knicks top. Where did that come from, Mark?
1: What, Knicks top? That's a Knicks oh, top. shirt probably in the he bin so it. <laughs> if it's what a Knicks top. About? What are you talking about?
0: What talking about? The Knicks. One of the, the biggest n- franchises won for them. ever.
1: Yeah, they weren't even in like four years. Don't matter. Years. They're
0: the biggest franchise ever. Anyway, yeah. Elliot. That's a, that's a whole show. Elliot, thank you for all your contributions. Thank you very much. We will continue to uh, bring them up.
3: I'll keep pressing you.
0: Here we go. We're signing off by the sounds of it on uh, this Portsmouth. Oh, it's someone's
1: birthday. It is a birthday. Let's give give them a round of applause for their birthday.
0: Oh, it's Johnny Richardson's birthday, I think that was lovely anyway well look this brings i guess this show to a conclusion it does elliot's finally got on there <laughs> I, on
1: he, your,
3: he's well I'll happy
0: about me. that i've been waving <laughs> at you go <going>, come <laughs> over here did you, could <laughs> sorry, you see sorry i couldn't
3: see you i was enthralled uh, in, in, in the, the two-on-two tournament that was going on between the uh, the kids and the men's teams uh,
0: okay anyway well elliot appreciate you coming on Thank giving you. your fan perspective uh mark anything else Are we done I'm done. I'm totally done. It's quite a unique show today.
1: Something different, isn't it? Tonight, isn't it? A little bit of different flavour. Just talk trash about the Ken Panthers. Next week, we'll be doing it in the toilet.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep the move in the venue. Okay. okay. We're not going to do it in the studio. We'll do something different. Hey, I I do enjoy doing podcasts sat on the sideline of a basketball court whilst you're watching a game. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a, a different dynamic.
1: I'd like to do, the back- that. do I have to put background music on this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we well, we got the background music. No? Uh, background as well. Background as well. It's right, be funny it's more minutes. work for me.
0: Are we? Uh, do I need to push buttons here? Yeah. yeah,
1: one of them. How's that? Good. Well, thank you very much for listening to this show. If you haven't gone back. Go back and check out a lot of our episodes. We've got about fifty-six or fifty-seven of them now, so they're racking up. And Paul, sitting at the courtside, I'm signing off. What do you think of the badminton lines? Staring at. No comment, no comment.
0: Hey here's a dog on the court. Dog, rip up those badminton lines. Who's that dog? Why is there a dog on the court?